Hey everyone, welcome back to Finding Your Edge. I am your host, Sam Smith, here with my co-host, Gina. Hey there. On this episode, episode number five, we will be talking about breakups and answering questions like, what does healing look like? How do you cope and process with those emotions that come up? And what lessons can we learn? So, Sam, I have a question for you. What's that? Have you ever been through a breakup before? Oh. <laughs> Hard-hitting questions. We're diving have, right in. Have I ever? Yeah. I've, if, I, if I look back, think back, I'm sure I've been through one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, definitely. Definitely. Sounds like there's some stuff to talk about. There. Yeah. I guess another thing, are you, I know you've mm. been through one. Oh, yeah, a or couple two. under my belt. <laughs> are you the heartbreaker or are you the heartbroken <laughs> in these scenarios? I am both, for sure. Gina, no. <laughs> That's the You're truth. you here breaking though. hearts destroying people's lives oh my gosh it's so bad it hurts i don't even know what hurts more honestly like breaking up with someone or you being broken up with i'm you always know, we'll, the heart broken so we'll i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it hurts being the heart broken okay yeah maybe that does hurt more actually i think that does hurt more well we'll but, get into that yeah all right so the first thing we can jump in is like let's let's start with the stories yeah um okay wait actually before that i wanted to say something just Mm. to to you that's listening i just wanted to say if you're listening to this you probably went through a breakup right unless you're just very curious about our story but i'm assuming if you're listening to this you went through a breakup so i just wanted to acknowledge that you're probably experiencing a lot right now, a lot of pain, uh, confusion. And yeah, hopefully our stories will kind of give you some insight into just making sense of your own situation. So thanks for being here and thanks for um, coming to us in this time. That's very tender. Um, but yeah, do you want to jump? Do you want to jump in first, Sam? Yeah, I, I, can, I guess I can start with mine. Okay, yeah. Do it. Where do I start? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. Yeah, breakups suck. <laughs> to be uh, they're so bad. It's like my they, least favorite thing. Yeah, I guess for mine, I guess I could start with just like everything that I kind of like went through or dealt with, like immediately after being yeah. broken up with. And my most recent breakup that was twenty seventeen like fall 2017 so it's been a while yeah um, since then glad to say like i'm fully past it and over yeah that individual and like that time in my life but there's like a lot of things that i feel like it definitely has like taught me and kind of like molded me lessons learned and etc like into the person that i am today but getting over it in the initial stage was like not the easiest part um that one being I guess like my first serious relationship the one that I would have considered like oh this person is the one or this person is the one that I could see 
a possible yeah. long-term future with. And sad to say we didn't make it that far. Ah, that's always the hardest. Hardest when you like were so sure about them being the one. Oh, yeah. those hurt. Um but like the the one thing I can remember like immediately after is like just spending so much time ruminating on like the memory of this person or just like having yeah. to come to terms with immediately the fact that like oh this chapter in my life is closing or is mm-hmm. closed and I think that's the hardest thing yeah initially is just coming to grips with that new reality that mm-hmm this person is no longer a part of or will no longer be a part of my life mm-hmm. yeah how how do you handle that or how have you handled that first <laughs> really badly <laughs> i think um it's like when when a breakup happens it's like it didn't happen overnight you know like all these things were building up over your relationship you yeah, know so like that's a good point yeah the breakup just feels like this culmination you're like at the peak of all that stuff building up and so you're just feeling the weight of like all your problems everything you've ever been through crushing down on you and so it's really intense I think I think I just probably cry for a while (laughs) that's probably how I've gone through pretty much every breakup like right after like a couple days it's just like there's a lot of crying there's a lot of sad songs trying to find like the saddest song that will um, make me feel even sadder. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Always, yeah, that's always the key. You always look for that because yeah. I don't like, want I want the most soul-crushing song. <laughs> like I listened to a lot of like, um, like John Mayer and like, I can't even remember everything, but like um, John Mayer has this song about like, waking up after a breakup or something or like um dreaming with a broken heart or something i can't remember the song Mm -hmm. but yeah just kind of processing what happened and kind of just like being sad i think that's my initial reaction it's so um kind of just so much all at once that Mm -hmm. i think that's all i can really do (laughs) it's like listen to sad songs and just like process what happened try to try to like let it out almost is this in both cases for you like if you're being broken up with or breaking up with someone yeah yeah i think i think so i think that when i've broken up with someone i've thought about it for a a bit longer though and kind of processed it more up front versus sometimes when you're being broken up with you actually don't know that that person was gonna break up with you you know you could have just been like Mm -hmm. minding your own business and like one day they just drop this bomb on you so then it's like whoa yeah that's a lot yeah because your perspective of what may have been a good relationship or where it was going could be completely different from your partners yeah especially depending on like what they are looking for in a relationship yeah it's kind of crazy how i've been in a couple relationships where like we've had some problems but i didn't really think we were going to break up Mm -hmm. but then yeah they they just like broke up with me one day and I would say that that is actually the hardest. I know I said that in the intro that <laughs> I'm not sure what's the hardest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because of the surprise almost and like you're out of control. Like it's not within your control to choose to be. How do you on. how do you start moving past it? Like once you you've hit yeah. that initial initial phase where like 
you're done ruminating on the memory, probably have moved out of that mm-hmm. phase where you're broken up, but you're still talking to each other. You're probably still mm-hmm. seeing each other going over their place or they're coming over to yours. Ah, that's right. Like, I feel like sometimes that area, you can be in that for a while. Oh my gosh, it's awful. It's like this lingering, like you just didn't cut it off, but you know it's kind of not working. Has it happened to you? Yeah. Um, let's gotta give this person a name let's call (laughs) (laughs) let's call her leah (laughs) leah to protect the innocent we'll we'll name her leah yeah so (laughs) i was dating leah um right at that point once we broke up we were we were together she was dropping me off back at my place and like like you were mentioning before like there's warning signs throughout the relationship and like without getting in like too into the weeds like there were definitely warning signs for both of us and both ends and this just happened to be like the final straw dropped me off she broke up with me that night that Mm. night i was a freaking wreck yeah um did you see it coming like it's still a surprise yeah i mean it i wasn't so surprised when it happened because even at the time, like those months prior to it happening, we still yeah. weren't in the best of places. Yeah, you can kind of feel it a little bit. Yeah. Coming on. I feel yeah. like it was not a matter of if, but when. Mm-hmm. And when came a little sooner. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, I just, just hoping it never comes, but it does. So yeah. what happened that night? You were really upset obviously yeah i was upset probably tried calling her and texting her like when she got home and stuff i'm sure we talked on the phone for a bit it's been so long at this point i don't i don't know all the details yeah of that but i know in like the weeks or so after i wasn't so convicted to stick to the whole no contacting Mm-hmm. That you should be doing after you've broken up with someone like we yeah. definitely still saw each other and mm-hmm. were over each other's place quite frequently mm-hmm. um up until one night where i kind of like made the move to cut mm-hmm. it off like completely cold turkey mm-hmm. um, and i remember this night so vividly because leah used to live um or visit her family in san diego and she lived in Carson. I lived in Long Beach. So my house was always like a halfway point, if you will, between her coming back from her parents' house to go to her house. And this particular night, I remember she was coming home really late. It was like 11 o'clock at night or so. And she had, I think she called me or texted me, one of the two, wanting to basically stop at my place, spend the night, and then go to her Mm. place in the morning and this Mm. was like this wasn't uncommon it was something that would happen like quite often during the the time that we were together when she'd visit her family she'd spend the night at my place or so instead of making that drive all the way to hers yeah um and this night something came over me and i was just like no i was like i can't do it like you, you can't come over you can't stay the night ouch and it was at least at that point, it was probably like one of the hardest things that I had to do. Yeah. And it was more for me 
because mm-hmm. I couldn't continue that cycle of you keep coming over, we sleep together, and then you leave, but we're not yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, it's so hard to cut it off sometimes because you're so attached to that person and in love with that person still, usually, like even when you cut things off. Yeah. Yeah. But after, yeah, after that night, that was pretty much like the last time that Mm. we saw each other. Well, I didn't see her that night. So like the time before that was the last time I saw her. And one of the last times that like we texted or spoke on the phone at all. Mm. Yeah. What did you do after that? Like no contact? Um, I mean, I didn't immediately like fall into no contact because like I was still going through it. And of course, like I made that decision to cut it off immediately in there that moment but we did end up like maybe just texting or talking sometimes like probably in moments where I was a little weak or she was a little weak but we never (laughs) saw each other again Mm. uh, was a thing so it was always just just these little random moments where like you try and reach out and be like oh hey how are you or talk or something Mm. or try and see if you could carry on some semblance I feel like of a friendship but yeah it wasn't gonna work there so I think once you have that like second wake up call you're like okay we're really really here Mm -hmm. and then I think just the fact that I cut it off that moment it kind of like solidified it for her as well so Mm -hmm. she wasn't gonna double back and like extend an olive branch only to possibly (laughs) be rejected again (laughs) yeah well so we were both we were both in a place where like this is over we need to both move on yeah um so i feel like some coping mechanisms are like things that i would do in order to like look past her Mm -hmm. or i've done this in like so many other relationships to look past like certain people is like villainizing them have Mm -hmm. you ever have you ever done that before i think yeah i definitely have when i'm frustrated with the fact that I can't get over someone, I'm like, I mm-hmm. need to find some bad things about them to focus on. <laughs> yeah. What's that look like I for you? I do that a lot. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's probably not the most healthy thing if I were to like sit and talk with a therapist. <laughs> it probably come up. But I'm like, you're holding a lot of resentment. Yeah. But it works for like I a period. I know why I did that therapist. To just like, pick at all the negative things you can think about this person or flaws or even if it's just you're making stuff up completely that are like a hundred percent not true about this person yeah it still sometimes helps yeah i think it's kind of like the grieving process yeah some people it's a process like you definitely have to go through um Yeah. yeah and it's like i feel like once i go through that i know there's like also, this thing, the saying, tell me if you've heard it before, the easiest way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Yeah, I've heard that before, but like girls don't really, I don't think I've really heard a girl say that before. No, I, I feel like it's more common, more common for men to use that phrase or like amongst like your boys and be like, oh, you'll get over a dude. Just like find another one. Yeah. Like, go out. To, yeah, like, go out of the bar or whatever. Club, the bar or whatever. And... Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for me anyway. <sighs> no, it's like I've done it. I feel like it's it's a Band-Aid, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not like the serum that's going to help you uh, get better at all. 
There was one, I guess there was one time that it kind of helped a little bit. I was, I went through this really bad breakup and I could not get over this guy for a really long time. And I remember I, I met this new guy and he was like funny, interesting. And it was like the first time that I kind of liked someone again after so long. And Mm -hmm. it, in a way, didn't help at all because I was still comparing him to my ex. But in a way, it gave me a little hope. So I definitely don't, I wouldn't say that's a good method to go seek out someone else. It, it never worked for me. But in a way, you know, if you do meet someone, it can mm-hmm. give you like a little hope sometimes. But it's definitely a band-aid, yeah. For sure. Actually, even after I, I met this new guy, I still didn't get over my ex for a while. So, yeah, it's definitely not not a great method. How long after you guys broke up did, I guess, this new guy come to the picture if he wasn't permanent? Um, Let's see. Like, he, I met this new guy... Um, like nine months after okay something like so that. it wasn't like an immediate like no right out there trying to i wasn't even no probably weren't even in the space to no yeah i was so i was yeah i was so heartbroken that i didn't even i couldn't even entertain the thought of liking someone else almost i was still caught up in my old relationship like i so that's, that's interesting yeah i was like i don't um i don't know if I can move on, even though at that point I did actually break up with him, but it was kind of like a situation like yours where you're kind of like going back and forth, like, you know, it's not working yeah. and you're just kind of like ending it because you know that it's really not working and it's so tiring. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think when you're saying that it reminded me of an interesting point that getting to that point is actually a lot of like where the wrestling uh, in, you know, of your mind and your heart like comes in, like just getting that point where you can give up the struggle and be like, okay, I'm, I'm want to be done with this, you know, like just kind of accepting that more. I think that can take a long time to Mm -hmm. just say, okay, like I want to move in this direction. Like I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I feel like that's probably a huge difference in how like men versus women process Mm. that emotion or grieve during that time because like I know you mentioned like crying or etc or kind of yeah just sitting there great. ruminating in those those feelings or the memory mm-hmm. and I feel like it's so common amongst men where it's like yeah we're not gonna cry over it yeah we're not gonna sit and sulk in the emotions for too long True. and probably definitely don't have a network majority of the times mm, yeah to like lean upon in those moments yeah yeah that's true it's not it's like it's frowned upon i feel like it's definitely part of that whole like toxic masculinity that goes on it's like we don't have emotions we don't talk about our feelings yeah yeah it makes it a lot harder because i know that the social support is huge even if you just have one friend that you can talk to about what happened you know with your breakup it helps a lot and I know a lot of guys don't really have that one person where they feel they could talk to and be really honest you know like oh my gosh yeah. I'm, I'm so badly hurting and 
You're right. Yeah, it is frowned was upon. That part of your healing process, the social support? Yeah, totally. It definitely was. I think that I a lot of the time go to that first. And I think a lot of women also go to that first a lot of the time. And, and it's just really easy to usually just call your friend and talk about whatever's going on in your life. So breakup is just right there. And your friend probably knows all about all the problems that you've been having already <laughs> in your relationship. And, uh, you know, maybe they already knew that you were going to break up with them or just like, yeah. They kind of know like the ins and outs of your relationship almost. So when you call them, it's like you're just updating them on the next thing. I feel like girls <laughs> definitely have that a lot. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So it definitely, it helps a lot just to have someone to listen to you um, and to just have someone be there and yeah, just kind of like empathize with your situation and hear you out, it lets you process the way that you're feeling. And I remember one time, though, I had such a bad breakup that, and it was during finals week when I was in college, I, mm -hmm. I like no friend, I couldn't burden any friends almost. It was so bad that I went to my counselor at the school and they actually had free counseling, kind of like free therapy. Oh, that's cool. Thankfully, yeah. And I went there and I spent a lot of time there <laughs> and that helped a lot. So sometimes like go like going to therapy is a good option because a therapist can actually help you sort through the relationship that you were in, like what you should do next, sorting through how you yeah. feel. And they're a professional, you know, so it's a little different than your friend being like, oh yeah, like you know, he was awful anyway, or, you know, they don't always say that, but. Um, I have an unbiased opinion. Could you imagine yeah. if everybody had a therapist when they broke up? Yeah, right. <laughs> it would yeah. make the process that much easier. It, Yeah, it really did, actually. Um, and I didn't think about it until I just had such a bad breakup that I, I knew that I needed it. But yeah, it's definitely a really good option uh hopefully i never have to go through a breakup again but if i do i will go to my therapist for sure oh yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah i just realized that um the more that i bottled up my feelings it just it would come out later so i i really tried to process as much as i could um and i think yeah with the therapist and with friends is really good but I think there's a balance too. Like you're talking about men versus women. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's really good to process. Sometimes ruminating for too long, I've found it can bring me in a downward spiral though because I'm kind of thinking about the same thing over again. Like I'm not really making that much progress. I'm not really like putting things together and going like, okay, now I understand why we broke up and like I'm feeling a little better um, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of guidance for it. So therapy actually does do pretty good in that department. And yeah. And like for men, you know how they're just like more action oriented, like, okay, let's go out and do this. And like, I feel like that some of that is good to have. It's like, yeah, we all need to balance out, you know, a little bit with that. Yeah. It's like with that action, I feel like that's where I found myself in those moments. Like, yeah, after I've dealt with the initial the initial shock and like trying to get over the person. Like, yeah. 
I noticed I needed action. Like I needed things to do. Yeah, totally. And I found myself kind of like finding new passions or new hobbies mm, or yeah. new things to do or that part of it just rediscovering parts of myself that I didn't realize were still there if you will mm, yeah like it's common to go through relationships and you have this point where you guys are so enmeshed together and you're just one like there's no separation of yeah you the other person and the relationship there should be like those three parts sometimes yeah. especially with my past relationship it was just there is the relationship there was no mm-hmm. separation of the three yeah so i feel like that was definitely like another big part um that made like the healing process that much more difficult yeah because you're dealing with like a lost sense of identity mm, in that moment. That's such a good point. That makes it so much harder because <laughs> you're like just mm-hmm. dropped kind of in midair and you're like trying to figure out who you are again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some things mm-hmm. that helped, like I really started getting into rock climbing, which mm. came, I feel like couldn't have come at a better point in my life. And yeah. it's like, something I love to do so much now especially while we're during this pandemic like I can't rock climb it at all I know it's just that much more difficult um like I found yoga and like the wellness space Mm -hmm. um right around that time I started like following so many different like yoga Mm -hmm. influencers and teachers and (laughs) etc I know I don't like the word influencers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yogis on yogi influencers <laughs> yeah um and just like i don't i don't know what made me find that but yeah i don't know you're just kind of seeking something and it just finds you um yeah, maybe instagram knew you were like in this self-transformation like oh sam just went through a breakup <laughs> yeah and then i found you right around that time too yeah like i know it's it's funny that um yeah, we found each other kind of like in the wake of breakups. Like I I was processing a breakup. You were processing a breakup. That was part of our bonding. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. That was actually, yeah, one of the the first one of the first things that we like talked about on a deeper level. And we're like, oh yes, someone understands. I yeah. feel like yeah, that was like topic of conversation for at least a solid I want to say anywhere from like three to six months Yeah, of us like meeting each other. I know, right? <laughs> that helped me too, I think, to process with someone else that had gone through a breakup. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. And it helped that we had like a lot of, I guess, similar experiences Yeah, with that, if you will. And then just kind of ideals on how we would process it. And then yeah, you being into rock climbing helped me just getting into rock climbing was like another part of it yoga yeah and all the other things so it just it worked out that we had like similar interests yeah definitely it that really helps a lot in in starting to kind of make peace with your breakup when you start to realize that okay there's so many other things outside of this relationship that are part of my life like mm-hmm. i just need to reconnect with those things that I used to like doing and haven't done in a long time or things that I always wanted to try and 
now's my time. You're in such a tender state where it's kind of like, okay, well, shoot, I can just try anything because I'm kind of like at rock bottom almost. So you, yeah, you have this reinvent yourself. Yeah. You kind of have this like a bravery in a way, or just like you're in this raw state. So I think it can be really powerful to start doing new things in your life. I definitely felt that way with, I, I started climbing more consistently after I went through that really bad breakup where I had to go to the therapist. Uh And that did help a lot because climbing was that time that I could be really present in the moment and not think about my breakup. I think you need some of those actually to like, you need to just have some time, have a couple hours at least where you're doing something fun and you're just not thinking about it, whatever that is. Like I found that in surfing too. Like I tried surfing for the first time after I went through that breakup and I'd always wanted to learn that and just like went with friends that taught me and that was really Mm -hmm. fun. And, you know, kind of just like find that, find that activity that lets you kind of like melt away, like whether that's like dancing, playing music, sports. Yeah, it's like sports and activities like those that have like a very strong physical component as well as like mental component to it at the same time where you can't help but not think about what you're doing in that moment like you have to be present with those sports or activities otherwise yeah you'll literally like fail at it or you will fall (laughs) you'll fall off the wall fall off off your surfboard (laughs) yeah it's dancing you're not going to be hitting (laughs) your choreography the way you want to whatever it is yeah that really does help because I went through I went into so many of those like sessions like oh I'd go surfing and I felt like crap when I went in and I was ruminating about it I was so sad and then I surfed and like an hour and a half later I come out and I'm refreshed like my mind kind of reset in a way and it's good to have those to just kind of get out of that ruminating state and then you feel a little bit better. And I I think, yeah, it helps. And also it just reminds you like there's other fun stuff in your life. You know, it's like my, my relationship that I had was not my only source of joy in my life. Like, you know, there's other things that I love doing. Like I like learning new things. I like uh, exploring like, this new part of myself and I think that helped me a lot to start to build other parts of my life that I'd forgotten about because of the thing you said like just getting really enmeshed and just being kind of lost identity wise in the relationship Uh so yeah the more that I built my life and started doing things that were exciting to me having different things to look forward to that is huge because then it feels like you're moving forward you know mm-hmm. it feels like oh it's... there's some progress in my life yeah those are yeah. I feel like those are good points and those are good moments like when you're doing those things if you're in the space where you're prepared and ready to move on from that person you putting yourself out there and being in those new activities new sports or you're learning a new skill those are great places to meet people, whatever sure, that yeah, that's true. activity is. So if like, if that's your goal and that's the state of mind yeah. you're in at that moment, I mean, 
by all means, put yourself out there. Yeah, that's true. It is a good place to meet people like friends or even like someone to date. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in that, what were you going to say? I'm like, you're not going to find it like staying indoors or exactly like Tinder. (laughs) I'm not going to find someone talking to my therapist, even though that helps. (laughs) I was not in that state though for so long. I actually stayed in this, like in this kind of space where I was just trying new things. Um, I remember I wanted to get into music, playing live music. That's where I met you. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in that state for a really long time. Like, yeah, the better part of a year at least. And then you stopped making music. <sighs> you always say that. <laughs> I do in my bedroom. Okay, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna post some soon, don't you worry. <laughs> We'll see. I'll say that all the time. (laughs) I did not that long ago. Yeah, one day I'll one day I'll post enough and then Sam won't say that anymore. That's my goal. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I know that I'm on the right track. But uh yeah, I think I stayed in that state for a a really long time and all that other stuff was happening too in the background. Like this stuff really helped, but by no means did that help me um really move forward completely mm-hmm. because i was still i th- i feel like i still cried about it like even like a year later or even like not it's kind of like um i would think of it as waves like the emotions come on like waves and at first they're really big and they're close together and they're hitting you like constantly uh-huh. and over time time goes on and the waves get a little bit further apart and they're coming in maybe they're getting a little smaller and they're coming in and and they're a little slower but they still would come in every once in a while and so yeah i'd still talk to friends um i'd still have to process that like i remember i took up writing actually um i don't think i ever really wrote anything before in my whole life um like in a journal like I never did that. Okay, just writing, like journaling. Yeah, like writing. Um, And I started writing. Like I remember I wrote um, just how I felt about stuff. I started writing poetry because it it just helped me express the way that I felt. Um, Yeah. I wrote some like pretty good, like heartbreaking poems. (laughs) Maybe that that helped me for a while too. Like those initial initial stages like you've read some of the the stuff yeah, I I did, yeah. not yeah i feel i i was actually like going through some stuff earlier today and yeah. found like my two journals that i wrote some of the stuff in and was rereading it and was like oh this stuff is like i guess it wasn't that bad <laughs> but yeah writing can definitely help yeah process a lot of those emotions getting it out of your head and on a piece of paper mm-hmm, um, yeah yeah, I did that a lot from, I feel like I started writing in like 2014 and then all the way through 20, just about maybe 2019 or so. Mm. I would do it like just sporadically or so whenever the the moment called or I felt like I needed to get some things out of my head and onto paper. Yeah. And it helped. It really does help. And I think it helps you start to kind of process things in a different way and string things to like connect things more when it's in your head sometimes it's just kind of jumbled but I would notice that when I can put it on the paper 
sometimes I can work through some thoughts a little bit better because I can like connect things like, oh, Mm -hmm. I feel this way because of this. And then it like leads somewhere. And it was a little bit more of progress, I would say, when I was writing. And I also felt like writing was this place, like on the page, I could just be totally honest. I could be as honest as possible with myself. Like how honest can you be with yourself, you know? And it's like just you. and that helped. And I, I wrote everything. I wrote things that I was embarrassed to write. I wrote things that uh, were cringy and, and just, just sad and, and everything in between angry. Um, and I really did help just to have that space. Cause sometimes, sometimes there's things you don't want to say to friends even, or you don't even want to, you yeah, know, it's like, or a therapist or whoever. Yeah, it's like sometimes you're just not there and just um the journal is just you. And so it it really is a place where you can be painfully honest and it's it is it's a good outlet. That yeah. that helped a lot. One thing that I've tried um and have heard that helps a lot is writing letters to people that oh yeah you will never send oh that's a good one yeah i definitely did that and yeah. that is like Ooh, that's good it's so cathartic yeah it is that's good and it's just pure you can say Ooh. whatever you need to say get it all off mm, your chest like mm. write it as if it's directly to them and that's powerful you don't yeah. have to send it to them sometimes you can i've heard that that can be like another Mm-hmm. another point that helps just like close that entire loop and kind of close that chapter if you need to yeah. if you feel that strongly about it um but yeah don't feel like you have to have to send it to them or read it to them mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just for you that's good yeah that's really good because sometimes there's these things there's these things you want to say and to them and so at least you can write it on the page even if you don't say it to them that yeah that for sure is really powerful and it heals you too even if you don't send it yeah it's just the act of getting it yeah. outside of your head yeah just like express it yeah that's good definitely where hmm. so where did you find yourself i guess afterwards after that period yeah yeah i think um it took me a really long time to heal from one breakup in particular i've had multiple that were really hard <laughs> sadly yeah, where did you find yourself after each sad, and every one sadly to say yeah oh we'll be here all night <laughs> um but i talk about the hardest one usually because it uh i mean i think i handle most i've handled all of them kind of in a similar way but mm-hmm. i think i've learned the most from the hardest one and i think one thing that was really hard for me was going through all those things. You know, you're doing everything right. You're going to therapy. You're talking to your friends. You're putting yourself out there and doing these fun things you've always wanted to. You feel like, you know, your life's fun. There's, um, yeah, like if you can find like work. I remember I started teaching yoga and like that was really meaningful to me. And I was like doing that as work. And I felt like, all of my life was like lined up. I was like, ah, everything's really good. But I still feel really attached to this person. And it was like I couldn't uh, come to peace with the fact that it ended. I think that was the hardest part for me. 
Um, and I wrestled with that for a really long time, feeling bad about, um, oh, I'm taking so long to get over this, you know, um, and it stops getting appropriate to talk about it to your friends. It's like, oh, it's been uh, nine months and I haven't made any progress. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> Which doesn't like always happen, but. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's um, like the taboo where people like look at that and like, really? You're still here, Gina? Come yeah, on. Yeah, it, it was hard. I'm, I'm not above it at all. Like, yeah. I, it probably took me a solid maybe year and a half to get over Leah at that mm. time. So it was not easy yeah it it really depends like you know how deep your connection was sometimes how long you were with that person and it can take a while to really make peace with it it takes everyone a different time so that was definitely a lesson that I learned that um it's kind of like it doesn't matter how long it is you know um because that's the time that you need and so I think I felt bad about that. Um, and I started just kind of feeling bad that I was so emotional about it and it was taking so long and I was still ruminating a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I think I, I really tried to find more joy in my life. That definitely balanced things out. Um, like... I talk about practicing gratitude. I actually didn't practice gratitude at that point. I think it would have really helped me mm. um, just to like remember and just like take a couple moments in your day. Even you could do like gratitude, like journaling or like a meditation or something. I think that would have really helped me. I didn't know about it at the time, um, but just kind of taking some moments to like deliberately feel happy, like create some happiness for yourself because when you're in that breakup um like after period it can be really draining and you can be really sad for a while i i think i was like that was the most sad i've ever been in my whole life and it was really hard so yeah. kind of like balancing it out a bit um and just being yeah really gentle on yourself like anything that will help you a little bit like cultivate some self-love I think that I, I focused a lot on that. Um, but yeah, all of this to say, I think reflecting on it, what really helped me was understanding what happened. Like I needed to get to that final pay place of coming to peace with it. I really needed to understand why this was actually better, that we weren't, that we weren't together. And I don't think I really came to terms with that for a long time. I fought that so hard. And so I think I needed to really reflect on why I shouldn't have been there. Like, okay, this was a really unhealthy dynamic. I Like, I know I'm attached to this person. I know I love this person. Still, the same amount. Like, I, I still, I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, the love you have for that person doesn't really go away. You don't really like get over that person. It's just now you're, it's yeah, it's different. You're like loving them from afar and you're not like actively connecting anymore, mm -hmm. but you still have that love for that person. So that was hard to come to mm -hmm. terms with. 
Hmm. What? I was going to ha- add a caveat. I'm like, yeah. I think that depends on the person. Depends <laughs> on like, the yeah. people in my life that will definitely disagree and be like, yeah, yeah, no, there's no way I'm loving that man the same way, even if it were just like a little piece. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends. The yeah, kind of depends what happened. Yeah, definitely depends what happened. Um, but yeah, I think coming to coming to terms with why it wasn't a good place to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really what made the difference for me in really helping me come to peace and like integrate that into my life. Like, okay, it's over and it's better that it's over because, you know, of these things. Yeah. There's, um, yeah. Well, there's a lot of good things I feel that can come from those moments too when you're you're finally on the other side of that hill and you're reflecting on the relationship. Yeah to look at it in retrospect i feel like maybe like little things that your partner may have told you or noticed um i know for me one of the things that i immediately would recall or hear during the relationship was like you don't share enough with me or you're not open with your feelings Mm -hmm. or you don't tell me how you feel or little things like that and in the relationship i was not open to hearing those types of criticism from her was yeah. not in the space like to receive that or the right space or the right state of mind to receive that. But afterwards, once it had ended and I've kind of like processed the entirety of the relationship, I would reflect or just have those moments um, or especially when I was kind of falling into the wellness space and just learning about these different things like vulnerability mm-hmm. etc yeah i would have those little moments from my relationship like playing in the background of my yeah. head like hearing her voice or whoever their voice is like you don't do this or you could do this better or etc and you're like oh they were right like there's there was some some merit to what they were saying yeah yeah you can definitely learn a lot from things that people have told you or like certain problems that you had in the relationship or where things could have been better like you're saying opening up mm-hmm. and maybe that was like this problem in your relationship and I think you can see it a little differently when you're out of the relationship and reflecting back on it yeah like, oh yeah. 20. yeah exactly <laughs> you, you definitely have to be be in the space though to like yeah actually reflect and look back on your relationship and realize that there are definitely some positives that came from it it's not all yeah all negative yeah i think that's kind of you're on the right track and it feels good to be there Um, i think you're like coming to peace with it more and you're like more accepting when you're in that state when you're starting to realize oh wow I, i feel i feel grateful that i could have experienced that relationship and i'm i learned all these things you're mm-hmm. reflecting back on yeah how much you learned and like what you're what you could do differently um you probably learned a lot about yourself i think when you go through a breakup you learn so much about yourself that it's this period of rapid growth it can be when you're there yeah for sure um i think that 
one thing that kind of circling back to what I was saying before, I think one thing that really helped me was learning about trauma bonds. <laughs> I was talking to you about this before. <laughs> trauma bonds. Um, and not, this isn't a problem for everyone, but it was for me for sure. Um, where basically I'm not a therapist, so I'm going to probably, um, butcher this definition, but basically a trauma bond is when you're attracted to someone or you're kind of attached to someone in a relationship because they remind you of a familiar dynamic that you had typically with your early caregivers like your parents and Uh I know that for me yep that was like bingo I was in a dynamic with um multiple people but the the relationship that was really really hard on me the breakup um that I've been talking about uh that I realized I felt even more attached to him because that bond that we had was so familiar it was like a really unhealthy dynamic where he was like, okay, attachment styles, go go Google attachment styles if you don't know, but he was like avoidant, <laughs> avoidant, and he would like, he had an avoidant attachment style, he would just like leave and like distance himself, and I would have, I have like an anxious attachment style, and so that, um, we just worked out our trauma on each, not worked out, we <laughs> redid <laughs> it. Working out, I'm doing that right now in my relationship, but that was definitely not working it out. It was just kind of like we were interacting with each other the way that we had interacted with our parents, and it was really unhealthy because it was like triggering us again and again, but kind of keeping us connected in this like unhealthy way. And so I would constantly be trying to like win him back and apologize and like just do everything. Um, neglect my needs for the relationship, all these things that um, I have done in the past. And when I was realizing that, that actually did help me to move on a little bit because I realized, okay, like that actually wasn't a healthy relationship. There were so many things wrong. I felt attached to him more so because it was familiar because of my past. And now realizing like what a healthy relationship actually is, that, that helped me understand and put things into perspective like okay actually I feel a little better that I'm not there anymore and kind of made me understand why it was harder to make peace with that relationship and let go a bit yeah yeah so that definitely helped um and that's actually you know something that a therapist can talk to you about so that does help just to understand like where you're at, why it could be, there could be more to it than just like, oh, I'm so heartbroken and I really miss this person. There can be deeper layers. Like you could miss this person really badly and be in this really tumultuous state because you had this trauma from your past and now you were maybe experiencing that similar dynamic in your relationship and now that you're out you're like reeling and so there there could be more to the story you know than just like you being sad about the breakup like there's many layers as to why it it might be harder for you to make peace with it or let go yeah that's i feel like that's exactly where therapists they yeah, come in handy definitely if you don't, 
work out your stuff with a therapist or yeah. on your own, you start working it out mm-hmm. on the person in your relationship. Yeah. And I feel like when you're not conscious of it, you don't even really like work it out. You just kind of repeat it unless you're you're lucky and you find like a healthier person. <laughs> Like, I feel yeah. like the relationship that I'm in now, I'm kind of like undoing all of that stuff. And I actually just had a conversation before this, um, before this recording um, about like my past trauma and this thing that triggered me and we talked it out um, and it's like healthy. And I, I feel like I have never been in a relationship that has like helped me heal my trauma, but it's good mm-hmm. to like have all the awareness about that for sure a therapist is yeah it's really good to like guide you through that if you had we've all had trauma so i mean i think i think therapy is great it's a good addition yeah. i think that's like meeting. the good place to be or at least where a lot of people strive to be like yeah. we're all on the lookout for that healthy relationship yeah yeah like North it feels so much better and i think that it's kind of simpler than i've realized uh, but in my past relationships, I mean, I broke up with them because it wasn't working out because like we were not in a healthy relationship and we had no idea how to make it healthier. And so a lot of the time when you break up, it's for a good reason, you know, and whether you understand that reason or not is a whole nother thing. Uh, But, you know, I think that when you're in the right relationship, typically it's a lot easier. That's my experience anyway, that like I haven't had to force things. I don't get triggered all the time. There's not all this like trauma bonding and stuff. It's actually like healing and it feels healing. Um, So yeah, I think that was another thing actually that I thought about when I was going through breakups, just thinking about like, okay, I have hope, like, that there's more out there, you know? I didn't know that, but just kind of you you hope that there's someone else out there that could be right for you. And, yeah, I think I would kind of think about that, like, visualize or imagine that. And that kind of helped me feel better, like, okay, I want different things than what that relationship could offer me, and I don't think we we're ever going to get there. So I'm kind of like trying to visualize the future like i'm moving forward to a better future and i'm happy to say that i'm here now (laughs) it's like been such a long road oh my gosh i think breakups have um, plagued me the most i think i've been like healing through breakups for years because of just like different ones um but yeah I i think one thing that has also helped me which i've been really bad at but i'm getting a lot better is just learning to let go a little bit, like realizing that when there's a lot of resistance, like you're kind of like fighting something like, no, we should be together. Or we should, you know, you're kind of swimming upstream. It's, it's not working out for a reason. And I think over time I've been able to trust that it's like the universe is going to do everything for you. Like you need to let go a little bit. Like you need to trust that good things are going to come. And if that relationship was right for you, it's going to come back around or you're going to find yourself in that good relationship sooner or later. And 
I think the more that I like visualized what I wanted and just let go more, stop the resistance, just try to understand like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be, the better that I felt. Easier said than done, but <laughs> yeah, letting go. It's good though, you know, it's just like, it's going to be okay. Like you're going to find, you're going to find it. You're going to find the right relationship. Have anything else you want to add? No? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the hope. And yeah, I hope this helped you. Um, yeah. Just know that you're going to get through this. Lean on those things that help you. I think this is a really good time in your life to grow and to start to find yourself a bit or like create yourself, create that life that you've been wanting to it's like a fresh start in a way and just be gentle with yourself because it's going to take some time but yeah anything else Tim? <laughs> he's nodding no okay well we will catch you in the next one and sending you lots of love all right signing off yeah thanks you guys so much for listening if you guys like this episode subscribe if you guys love it leave a review um and feel free to share this with anyone that you guys think might benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See ya.